Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't fuzzy, was he? That's not it. No. How many? It's not alliteration. And together we believe in intentional dreaming for international living. But for now, we enjoy our small town island life, playing games and cooking foods of all types. Most of all, we enjoy traveling to new places. And as we plan to move overseas one day, we hope to use this time to share our transition and experiences along the way. Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Katie. So we missed a week last week. We did. But welcome back, everyone. Yeah, we were uh, ill. There are lots of reasons why we missed the last week. But yep. But I'm going to chalk it up to illness. That's true. We did have a special guest lined up to talk about the history of Turkey, mm-hmm. which we are going to do next episode. Yep. But um, since we had to cancel and there was some traveling involved and then there was some sickness involved on both sides and we're just delayed. So yep. we are excited to be back with y'all. Yeah. And thanks for being patient for a week. Yeah, and I wonder how many people actually noticed what. Everyone noticed. Oh, okay. Everyone just like waits in anticipation for the two weeks to be up for us to give out this update. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about our special guest. It'll be our first guest on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. So be sure to tune in next episode. Right. Yeah. To learn about the history of Turkey. Right. You just spoiled it. I already said that. Yeah, you spoiled it earlier. We'll just edit it out. So what are your updates? We have a few. Do you want to start? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to start? You can start. Uh, I think one of the biggest, when it comes to moving, um, we have not very long. Like six weeks? About six weeks. Let's see what's on my uh, my app countdown, my countdown app. 44 days. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's just over six weeks. Right. Uh, so we don't have very long. And... We are in the middle of just slowly packing some things, and mm-hmm. um, we took our first big load to um, my sister's house. Yeah, we took some shelves and boxes. Right, and set them up, and then I took another load one day during the week on my way to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been kind of nice to get those things like out of our house, and like it, it really freed up that corner to make, like, I felt like we did quite a lot that day in the basement yeah, yeah. it didn't get, take that long we have a couple suitcases packed we do mostly like winter clothes and things that we don't need right now, right now. yep we got vacuum bags to suck them all up yeah yep provides a little bit more space i don't know how much we need them but it's it's nice to have them for some of this um thing items we're storing here mm-hmm. um in the states as well so we're leaving some blankets behind and yeah it's just better to have them Packed away. I'm a little worried about like if they have to open them for customs, if we have to like open the zip vacuum bags. Oh my gosh, like, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But it's not it's not like they're crammed packed in there. No. Like there's space. They they're just be able in to a just package. Look yeah. 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 That'll be a We have a little hand pump, you know, if we have to <laughs> re pump them all. Because you use a vacuum to vacuum out the air. You can use a little hand pump. Yeah, it's kind of like our air mattress that we have to hand pump every time we go camping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so our house is getting emptier. It's still not empty. No, it feels like there's still but, quite a bit here. 
yeah, but shelves are empty on out and and whatnot. So and we keep um we keep going through drawers and I keep sifting through items more and more and um we have a box for like giveaway or get rid of and a box for maybe consignment shop or selling and then a, a few more boxes of like okay it's time to just put these away and say goodbye for them for a little bit <laughs> yep. and put them in storage. So slowly but surely, I think this morning I found you like weighing our pots and pans. <laughs> I was just curious. I was in the bathroom doing makeup and I just kept hearing these like clanging of pots and pans. And I was like, what is he doing? Cause we, we kind of think, I kind of think about taking them with us. And so I was curious how much they weigh. And it was, what did I say? 16? Like 15, 15 pounds. 16.8 pounds. I think it was. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see if that's if that makes the cut in our suitcases. Yeah. So I don't know. Have we talked about that? I think we we really like our kitchen stuff, which is why we talked about putting I mean, it in like storage. The packing, like our what we're actually taking. I mean, suitcases. Well, we talked about how many. So we're on having a podcast. Uh, I I don't know. That's what I meant. I think we said that we weren't shipping things. Mm. Um. So anyway. We can just rehash it a little bit. So if you hadn't, if we hadn't talked about it before, we decided not to ship some of our stuff because one, we don't have a company that's paying for it. And so we're paying for it out of pocket and and it's expensive. It's expensive. And so um, we could, for the same price, take luggage on a plane. Um, and I, I think, well, I mean, we, we could have shipped some and then also taking them on a plane, but we just decided it would just be easier take everything on with us on a plane and then if we want have a few bags packed for if somebody comes later yeah so we'll see how much i think we've talked about trying to take six bags so three each mm-hmm. with 500 pounds if not 500 pounds that'd be nice 50 yeah. pounds each is 300 pounds worth of stuff yeah plus our carry-ons so mm-hmm. it's not that much um <laughs> things kind of add up that's why i weigh the pans to see they weigh 16.8 pounds and we still have 30 24 pounds left in the bag yeah i think we've got maybe one more bag of clothes and the rest of it 34 you shouldn't do math live on a podcast no you just have it written down or something um i think yeah i think for the most part we'll have one more bag of clothes and then the other bags just being knickknacks and um i was gonna say junk but it's Especially not, not junk, you know. Some of them are like We're sentimental things. Rid of the Some junk. are um, kitchen items that we want to take with us. Like um, knives. Yeah, and th- some some of them are just household items that we like that can still work for us over there. Our laundry hamper. <laughs> So there are a few weird things that we're taking with us, and one of them would be our little four-basket laundry divider. It worked really well for us. Yeah. Yep. Your mom and your sister got us that. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So it's like the perfect thing, and it breaks down and fits into a duffel, and we really like it. So we're taking it with us. Yeah. So we're making some progress there. Uh, Something else that we had uh, as far as updates is we now have a to-do list (laughs) about things to do before we move. We kind of already had a to-do list. Yeah. we We had a discussion a couple days ago about... Katie felt, Katie didn't want to feel like she was just nagging me to do things. Um, And I didn't feel like she was, but she kind of felt like she was. And it was really, it's my fault that I wasn't taking enough initiative in order to actually do things that needed to get done. Um, 
And I think there's a variety of reasons why not. Part of it is just laziness and passivity. But some of it is just different ideas about time frames, about, uh, you know, things that we could do later. And so they weren't like super high on the priority list because I knew they wouldn't take long. But and so we just didn't just go ahead and do them and get them out of the way. And so we had a good discussion about that. And it wasn't that you weren't doing it. And I made sure that you understood that. Like I wasn't frustrated that you weren't like that you that you weren't planning on doing them. You were planning on doing them. I think that, like you said, the time frame of it would just looked really different. And I mm-hmm. would just like to do it now, get get whatever we need to get done sooner rather than later so that we can just spend the last couple of weeks that we're here enjoying our time instead of being frustrated mm-hmm. with having to get more things done. But there was a sense in which you were you were actively doing things and I was I was doing the things you were asking me to do, but not like just going ahead and doing them myself. And that's definitely part of it. Yeah, that that was true. Yeah. And I think that there was just some um I was I was foreseeing some like problems that I would have coming up. Like I was foreseeing some frustrations that I was going to have because I was starting to have them and I didn't want to have those frustrations towards you. And so being proactive with not with my frustrations and expectations, I I wanted to have this talk with talk with you so that we could kind of get on the same page about stuff Mm -hmm. because I felt like I felt more of an urgency to get them done. And um, while there was time, it was preferable that we both either felt the same urgency or kind of felt the same desire to get things done sooner. Yeah. I, I'm Maybe that sounds selfish, but I, I didn't want to feel the urgency. I would rather you feel the urgency and lead lead me in feeling it than me have, feel like I, have, I felt urgency to get things done. And I didn't want to be leading from that. So. Right. Yeah, I didn't feel that urgency. I don't know. I think in some ways I, I do because it is – 40 some days now and so it'll get here really quickly and it's not like our july is empty we have quite a bit to do yeah so i I think it was just good to get on the same page and just say yep hey i know that we're we've been talking about doing these things and we've even talked about it a couple of times but like maybe we could talk about actually doing them yep so and and since then we've gotten a lot done yep and we've worked together a little bit more on okay I'll work on this and you can work on that and I'll ask about this and you can ask about that. And so there's just been some, we have a list, we are both looking at it. We're both kind of doing the things that we want to do on it. And um, so when we come back together, it's like, I asked about this and here's what I found out about that. And yeah, it's been really good for us, I thought. Yep. And if you're interested, we ended up just using a Google spreadsheet for our to-do list instead of using a dedicated to-do list app. And mostly it's because I knew you just use Google Docs for pretty much everything anyway. And so it was just a comfortable tool to use instead of trying to use like Wonderlist or Trello again, like we've done in the past. Yeah, I just don't open those very much. And I'm always on Google Drive. And I think I like it because um, we can just keep it in that folder that we have for moving to Turkey. And so it's Mm -hmm. just all in one place. Whereas if we use the app, then... Then I have to go to another place if we're storing information in another folder. It's just me. It's how my mind works. So it's nice that you are willing to use the Google Doc instead of using like a Yeah, it works fine. App. It works fine. It's not – since it's not like really complicated things, it's just a list of things to do. Mm-hmm. Like it works out. Um, 
have a column for who needs to do it and what it is and when it needs to be done by and that sort of thing. So it's nice. Yeah. And we're able to um, add to it if we want to. So there's been a few more things that we've thought about that we're like, oh, might need to. Yeah. What was the one we thought about today? Canceling our utilities. Right. Yeah. When we need to do that. and Yeah. We need to add that to the list still. Yeah. I think I there's, it. if you're curious what some of them are, we, we've talked about um, our phone bills, like our phones and canceling our phone lines and somebody else, Jason handles our family plan. And so having somebody else do that. And um, I was trying to think, working on the labels for the boxes that we're storing at my sister's house. That was another one that was on my list. Yeah. And it's the beauty of having a list is you don't have to remember it. Yeah. You write it down and you forget about forget it. Forget about it. Yep. So there's just some things that were nice that we've we've started asking other people, like, hey, could we use your address to be or asking someone to the banks if a PO box would work or if a physical address would work. And so Mm -hmm. we're getting those, those questions answered now. So then when the time comes, we know what to do. Yeah. It's also inspired us to, to put this information that we're learning on our blog. And we talked about, talked about that. Our blog's kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit. um, And we can, we thought about putting some more of these like concrete type articles, because when we have the, questions and learn about it. We searched. I was thinking just about that, the physical address thing you were talking about. Um, I had some question. I can't remember exactly what it is, but I ended up on some guy's website who also is doing, is also like moved overseas and whatever. And it had some catchy name, but I can't remember it. Um, Catchy name that you can't remember. Yeah. And I thought there's no reason we couldn't have these kinds of articles on our blog. And so we've talked about doing that more too. Yeah. I, I think that Overall, it's been really. It was a hard conversation to have, but it's been yeah, it's been good since we've had it. Yep. Um, and a couple of the we can talk about a couple of the things that we've done since we made the list. Um, like what? Uh, the visa process in Turkey uh, requires us to have our marriage license apostolized. Apostled. An apost apostle is a noun, I think. Okay. And so apostolized is what we say but i think the actual word is apostled i still don't understand what it means like i just think of like the apostles in the in the bible yeah it's different it's a way for a government to kind of certify that a notarized document was legit so like you get something notarized i think this is like for for state documents so like the state of iowa can only apostle state of Iowa documents, like our, my birth certificate and our wedding life, marriage license. And so you get this little piece of paper that says, yes, it was officially notarized by this person on this day acting on behalf of this county and like that sort of thing. And I think, I haven't looked into it too much, but I think it has something to do with some convention with the UN or in in the Hague or, or something, it says it on the sheet. I didn't look too much into it, but it's like an international thing. Like different countries recognize it as a official government document of the United States. Right. And it's something that you have to pay for if you didn't know. Yeah. In Iowa, it's cheap. It's $5 per document. In Louisiana, it's like $20 per document. Right. So. And I have to mail it in and I have to provide return postage yeah. label. So it's more expensive, but... But it proves that we're actually married and Turkey's concerned about that. So. And we don't know if we actually need to have it on our birth certificates, but it's we just are going yeah. trying to do the things ahead of time so that 
we don't have to get over there and then realize, oh, we should have gotten our birth certificates done. Yep. So we're we're working towards that. And we got our tourist visas to get to get into Turkey. You pay um, for for Americans, you just pay twenty dollars in this really simple application process online, and then you get a a ninety day visa to to get into the country. So we needed that tourist um, visa. Yeah, so that lets us in, and then while we're when we get there, then we apply for the residency permit. Right. So we'll do that. And in the past, you could just go, and there was. Um, like a booth that you could go through right before customs. Apparently, you still can do that. Then, but you just now you have online. Now option. you can do it online, and it's way easier. But you can still, I think, buy it at the airport. Okay. Yeah, somebody was telling me about that the other day. I don't think I realized that you could still do it there. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot easier just to go in and get in the line. Um, but if you already have it printed off, right? If yeah. you already have it, if you don't have it, and you wait in the line, and then you have to go back out of the line to get your. It, to go buy it. Yeah, yeah, to go buy it. It's just not convenient. Yep. So we have those things. Um, one of the things that we've talked about that's on the list is uh, hiring a relocation company. Yeah. Um, and so we've kind of been looking into this and it has to do with basically you, you hire somebody who can help you with a variety of things, including finding an apartment, um, getting your visas, getting... Um, utilities set up, getting phones set up, you know, all all of these things that are kind of easy for a for a national to do, um, but maybe a little more difficult for a foreigner moving in. Um, we've talked about hiring somebody um, to help with the the visa process, our residence permit process, because it's kind of it, it's a big deal to get. Like we have, we have to get it in order to stay in the country, and it has to be done within a, like we only have three months to a get certain it. Amount of time, and there's a lot of paperwork, and there's appointments you have to go to, and so we could probably do it ourselves. Um, but the question is like, how much is it? How much do we have to pay in order to like not have to stress about it? And I would think I would get really anxious about it, um, especially like going to appointments. Uh, in government buildings, in languages that we're not super comfortable with, and you know that sort of thing, and so we have talked about talked about that and looked into a couple of different companies in order to do that. We haven't pulled the trigger on that yet, but we probably will, uh, depending on some of the prices. But yeah, and I'll mention that the reason we're looking into it is not because we couldn't do it ourselves. I think it's more. Of the first time having to do this, it may just save us some grief. Um, yeah, we could do it ourselves, probably. And um, most people who go through a company have somebody who does this for them. Mm-hmm. And so while we do know people who have lived there for a while or people who have lived in another city who are going to be moving there, we just thought this might be the easiest way for us to deal with a business. Yeah. Um, we When we, we could... If we have to figure it all out ourselves, it'll be time, it'll be energy, it'll be emotion and stress. Um, and there we'll still already have a lot of that anyway. <laughs> and so uh, finding an apartment, buying new furniture, finding out where we want to live, you know, all of this stuff added on to jet lag, added on to uh, culture shock, added on to all of these other things. You know, if, if this is... And this is the most kind of important thing that we have to do. If we don't get this, then everything else is pointless. So uh, I think it's a good deal. Yeah, I think uh, that it's wise 
of you to want that as well. So, um, <laughs> yeah, well, and as, and I would assume like that would be something you would be more in charge of as we're moving. Um, and as, as the head of our household and, and leading you and I, as we're going, um, if this is knowing yourself best and knowing, Hey, this would be the best thing for me at this time, because I know you will still have to do your work part-time and then the hope of finding a place within the first month that we're going and then starting language school. I think that if this is going to assist... And going sailing. <laughs> we can talk about that in a minute. Um, I think that there's just a lot of variables where um, if it's not outrageously expensive and since we're not having to pay for our, our plane tickets, like it, I think mm-hmm. it's well worth the time to save you some stress, to save us some stress as well. And that's why we have the savings that we do is for this reason. Yeah. So um, I, I support you in that decision if that's what you decide to do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's a funny way to say it. Well, I do. I, I, I want it to be good um, for you. And I would say the visas service is probably more important for us. I think we could figure out the housing because they yeah. do, the relocation service does more than just visas. It would do a housing. They, do, they could do everything. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that, yeah, I think if you wanted to do the housing in the future, while it's a little bit more expensive, actually it might not, it might be end up being the same. Um, that's something that you could also choose to do as well. So it's interesting. There, I, it's not something that I knew about before. Or I even knew. I knew people did that kind of thing. I just thought people did it through their companies. I didn't realize. Yeah, that there were their companies hire. Yeah, these other people. And there's yeah. a couple of companies too. I think it's something I would actually really enjoy doing. If um, like people who come here to the states or yeah, if eventually people needed help to do that overseas. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's not like there couldn't be a community of people to help us because there are a few um. In the past couple of months, we've reached out to a couple of Facebook groups um, that have internationals or expats in um, those areas. And anytime I've reached out, the people in the group have been really welcoming and friendly and very quick to offer suggestions and advice. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and his advice was, volunteers are overrated. (laughs) (laughs) And what he meant is like, people are really willing to help, and that's great, but you there's there's a weird feeling when like somebody's helping you out of the goodness of their heart and going out of their way and it's harder to like ask for things and you don't want to inconvenience them or whatever but when you're paying somebody like you can tell them to do whatever you want and you don't feel bad because like you're giving them money you're paying them to do these things and so you can expect things of them that you can't really just expect from a volunteer uh and so i think that's why we decided to partially have decided to pay somebody for it instead of just having some of our friends help us or, you know, people who are just volunteering. Well, and that, and the thing about the company is that they deal with all types of situations and visas in different countries. And so they could have had similar people come in and they know how to help us in the situation that we're, that we're in. Whereas for other people who like friends or other international people, um, who want to help us may only have they may only know how to do it in the situation that pertains to how it worked for them. Yeah, and that's not helpful for us. Um, or it could not. It could end up being might not be. Yeah, it could end up being hurtful. Um, and that's not meaning like causing us to do a few extra steps than we weren't planning, which isn't bad. But um, yeah, I think a service would be helpful. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
sailing. <laughs> so, uh, you can talk about this one, babe. <laughs> and this is your your project here. So. Yeah, but it's on your birthday. You can talk about it. It's <laughs> totally yours. Uh, so, over the last couple of months, I found a really cool website that um, offers sailing trips and. Um, for a week out, they've got a couple of different routes. It's a UK company that have boats that do sailing routes through Croatia, Greece, or Turkey. Um, and so I kind of looked into it and I thought, this might be fun to do. We should find other people who want to go with us. And I was, I was trying to sell it to you. <laughs> and Jason wasn't necessarily super on board with it. Um, <laughs> but he's warmed up to the idea, right? Yeah. And um, I just thought it would be really – I've always wanted to go on a sailing trip, and I love the water, and the water's beautiful. September's a great time to go because it's starting to cool off. Um, and there was a week that Turkey kind of goes on holiday, and it's called Kurban Bayram, or it's Eid for other countries, like Muslim countries. And basically a certain time after Ramadan, so it means like Ramadan changes every year, Ramadan, Ramadan, whichever one you want to call it, um, changes every year. So does this Eid or Kurban Bayram. Um, So it's the holiday of the sacrifice. And that is um, done a certain date, number of days after Ramadan. And so that's the week that we have free. And so language school isn't even going to be happening then. So I said, "When? well, why don't we just go on the sailing trip and um, start language school once we get back? And hopefully we'll have the house somewhat picked out <laughs> by then and settled. Um, but we found some friends that live in another country. Shout out to Ashley and Eric that listen to the podcast. And they're going to go with us on this trip. And then they found some friends. So we've got six people that are kind of on this sailing adventure with us, which will be really fun because you can only have nine people on the boat. So six out of the nine will be people that yeah. kind of know each other in some way or, or form. So yeah, it should definitely be an interesting experience. It's not something we've ever done before. So yeah. And so the really cool thing about this trip is that we leave on September 10th, which is your 30th birthday. Yes, it is. Which is really exciting. I don't think we've set our age on here yet, no. but Jason will be turning 30, and I think that's a really cool way to start off your 31st year. Yep. So, so. how do you feel about it? What, my 31st year? Well, that and the sailing, because you're a little quiet right now. Yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be an experience that we will definitely remember. <laughs> I, I Honestly, I have no idea what to expect. So I, I assume it's going to be really fun, but I'm more worried about... Just getting there at this point. Yeah, so I'm, I'm already thinking too much about it. I'm a little bit like a couple steps ahead of, okay, well, if we want to do any traveling in the first year, we probably should start thinking about when we go and who we need to see and make sure they've got time for us to visit. And so I'm kind of on into like Thanksgiving and Christmas while you're a, a little bit more like we just need to get there. Yep. So right. I am happy to cover the travel plans in the future if you just want to keep us afloat as we're going. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, the company we're paying, sailing company, will keep us afloat. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm going to be a very good help. Now, I think they have a captain that um, that does all the sailing. I think they probably do some type of training or orientation, and then we can help out with certain sailing parts of stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know anything. 
But there's also some fun water activities we can do, and they dock at different ports, so we can kind of go on land for some of the day. And um, yeah, breakfast and lunch is included, so we just have to pay for dinner wherever we're at. There's going to yeah. be some cool things. I'm excited. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm excited about it. It'll be fun. It'll be one of our fun last things to do before we hopefully have kids one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any other updates? I don't, I don't think so. I think those, it's quite a bit. Yeah, I think so too. It's coming along. We're going to be on a plane before you know it. We are. And we're, um, happy to have you follow along. We're going to start doing some, uh, email updates as well. And, um, so if you want, you can go to our website and click subscribe, click subscribe, and that will get you onto some of our newsletters we're going to start sending out. So, yep. Um, and some of our exclusive newsletters that we won't be posting on our website, but we will just send, be sending out um, periodically through our adventures to kind of keep people updated. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that's how you reach out to us as always. Yeah. com. So those are kind of our updates. The last few times we've ended with a Turkish word. Should we do that again? Sure. We taught you hello and goodbye. Mm-hmm. And if you remember it. Merhaba. Merhaba is hello. Gule gule. Gule gule is goodbye. Uh, you probably want to be able to say, how are you? How are you is nasılsınız? Nasılsınız. Yes. And so nasıl is how. And you, I did the formalized version of you, which is sınız. Nasılsınız is like if I didn't know who you who the person was that I'm talking to. So a vendor or any type of person um, that I'm talking to that I haven't met before, I would use a formal, polite version of the verb instead of a um, less informal word verb. So you would say, mm-hmm. which is, how are you? But if I'm just talking to Jason, I would just say, Nasılsın. Yeah. So that's how are you. So we could say, you, now you can say, Merhaba and... Nasılsınız? Nasılsınız. And then I could also say the same, how are you? And then we could also say goodbye. Gule gule. Gule gule. So we can teach you a few other. We're going to start with the greetings. So next time we can say, teach you how to say, I'm good. There you go. Yeah. Keep you on your toes. Keep you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a, that's a fun way to teach you greetings. And by the time you come and visit us one day, if you ever want to, then you'll know how to greet somebody on the street. Yep. Sounds good. Right. See you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.